0: build out in my mind my uh believe miracles Yeah. embrace His presence. Whatever He started this year, He's not finished. He will perform. He will finish the work that He started. Oh, we praise You. We worship You, Lord, in this place.
1: Give Him great praise, He is worthy of praise Hallelujah, hallelujah Praise God, praise God You may be seated Tonight we welcome you to our 2021 New Year's Eve service Amen, in just a few hours And we're not going to be here for all of it But a few hours, in a few hours, tonight, when the clock strikes midnight, we will begin a new year and a new mission, and we are excited about it, amen. So we are thankful that all of you are here. Uh, This is not a traditional service where we go through uh, three songs and a sermon and whatever. We're going to be sharing with you a lot of things that are going to be happening around our campuses in 2022 and these are god-ordained moments and these are things that we have prayed and we have fasted about and we have sought the lord for his direction and we believe that the lord has given us clear clear direction and i just want to start by saying tonight because some have been asking uh there is still a jeff campus that's number one And the Clark County School System or School Board did vote on December the 14th to sell uh, Bridgepoint Elementary. Now, they just voted to sell it uh, in, that, in that vote, and then they had to turn that over to the state. And there's a 30-day window that we're waiting uh, because there are people that, by law, have the opportunity to step in and uh, buy that place or lease that space for a year. I'm not, or not a year, but for a dollar. I'm not exactly sure uh, all of the legalities on that. Uh, they are not expecting anyone to step in and do that, but they have to give that 30-day window. And uh, I spoke to Mr. Laufner, uh back earlier this month, and he said if you have not heard from me by the end of January. Uh, give me a call back, and we will give you an update. But once that 30-day window expires, we'll have the school appraised. And um, we are hoping that we can do business with you all. We believe that you all have the plan for that school, and we want you to have it. Amen. Now, now by have it, that doesn't mean it's free. <laughs> Um, but that is, that is a step in the right direction. So we're headed in the right direction and we are thankful for that. Tonight, there is a transition that is taking place that some will think, um, is just a formality. It's not a formality, uh, but, it, but something spiritual is going to happen in this place in the next few moments of time. And 13 years ago, October 2008, Louisville Central was launched as a new campus, um, as a part of the Greater Faith Umbrella Network, and for six years, myself and a team um, was doing the preaching, the leading, the singing, the structuring over there, and we went from, we started in Coleridge-Taylor Elementary School, as you know, and we ended up in Central High School, and then we left there, and And went to Pleasant View Baptist Church, renting their building. And then ended up at Calvary Baptist. And then Louisville Central has spent a year and a half or more over here at the main campus at 2 p.m. having service. And now uh, they are renting. That is, we're not using that term anymore. We believe that they're going to own that. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Currently, they are renting a beautiful, beautiful facility. We have about a minute and six-second video here Uh, in just a little bit that we're going to give you a glimpse of that property for those of you that are not aware of it to show you just in one minute what God is doing. Um, But seven years ago-ish, right around that time, I had felt led of the Holy Ghost to ask uh, Brother B.K. Nichols, Who was single at the time to be the assistant pastor of Louisville Central? Now, for the last several years, he's been doing all of the work, all the pastoring and all. But tonight, right now, in this service, we are going to install him as the pastor of Louisville Central. excited about that as you are now this is not this is not just a celebration it's not just the changing of a title but I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost in this place and the Lord is going to place a pastoral anointing on this man of God and his wife how many of you believe that So I'm going to ask Brother BK and Sister Emily If you just come, come here in the middle And uh, we've, we, we're tossing back and forth The easiest way to do this I'd like for you to be right here on, on my right Sister Emily on my left I'd like for my wife to come I'd like for uh, Sister Jackson to come And then I would like Pastor Jackson and our ministry team to come And I'd like for the rest of us to stand for the next few minutes of time there is going to be a holy convocation this is just the beginning here tonight amen now hold on just a minute this man and his and his wife they know they know the challenges they've been through the ups and downs they have walked through the trenches they have fought battles they have done spiritual warfare they have made intercession They have worked and they have labored in this field for seven years now. And those challenges and things perhaps are not going to change. But I think their perception of the way they view these challenges, the heart with which they embrace them, and the things that that become challenges to them along the way will come with a new and fresh anointing. Amen. And so this, this is a pastoral installation. This is one of many that's going to take place around the Greater Faith Network. Amen. So I, di- I didn't write this down, but I'm, I'm charging both of you in the Holy Ghost not to ever back down. From anything that you face, from any devil, you've been proven, you've been tried, amen. You've survived, you've thrived, and the best is yet to come. And I'm going to pray here in a moment that God give you a new heart and a new mind and a new spirit and a new anointing to take Louisville Central up and beyond to places it has never been before. God is going to be with you. Amen. And he's going to do a great work. He's going to do a great work through this couple and the team from Louisville Central. What I'd like for you to do is make contact back there in the seats. And don't, don't let all the attention be up here. We're going to be praying up here. But I want you to pray earnestly with us right now. I'm going to step down here so I put my hands on them. And I want you to pray with us right now. I'm not going to pray in the mic, so I need you to lift your voice and pray. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. In the name of Jesus. I want you to stretch your hands right up here. In the name of Jesus, oh God, let your power move, Lord. Let your anointing God, let there be an impartation. Let there be an impartation right now, Lord. Would you pray in the Holy Ghost right now? Would you pray in the Holy Ghost right now? Oh, I feel a release right now in the Holy Ghost. I feel a release right now in the Holy Ghost. Come on, I want us to magnify the Lord in this place. Let it be so. Let it be written down in heaven. Let it be inscribed in the spirit world. In the name of Jesus, oh God. We pray, Lord, for your unction. We pray for your authority, Lord, to sit down upon them. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Come on, that's it. Just begin to clap your hands. Come on, let it be sealed in the Holy Ghost right now. Let it be done in the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, I feel it right now. Come on, let the body, let the church body bear witness that this is the will of God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Woo! Come on, praise him. Come on, praise him. Oh, Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. With your hands lifted, would you just worship the Lord right now? Just worship the Lord. Just thank him right now. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you you right now. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, let the Holy Ghost do something. Let him do something right now. In the name of Jesus, 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 hallelujah, 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 praise God, praise God. Are you thankful? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. We'll be back in a minute to do some more.
0: Let ever overcome your life. There is no rival that could ever stand against your might. You've always been with us. Every battle you've already won. We've already won.
2: No way.
1: Thank you, Lord. Praise God. If you're sick in body, we've already prayed for about 30 or 35 up here. If you're sick in body, you need a touch in your body, I want you to just throw your hands in the air right now, right where you stand. If you've got somebody nearby you, I want you to just reach over, put a hand on their shoulder. There may be so many, we might just have to put our hands on each other's shoulders. But we're going to pray right now. Father, you are our healer. You, Lord God, died not only for our sins and transgressions, but you died for our sicknesses, our infirmities. Oh, Lord God, by your stripes we are healed. I speak healing, Lord, over this congregation. We pray that the power of your healing touch would move. It doesn't matter what it is, what virus it is, flu, doesn't matter what the symptoms are, doesn't matter what the tests say. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh, Lord, we speak complete healing over this church body. We speak complete wholeness over this church body. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Do you you believe that the Lord's done it? Amen. Do you believe that the Lord's done it? Praise God. Praise God. Our ushers are coming right now, and we're going to give you an opportunity to pay your tithes and to give your offerings. Don't forget Christmas for Christ. We do thank you. We've had nearly $50,000 already come in. And we are grateful for that. We thank you for your sacrifice and your giving. And just don't forget all your vows and promises that you have made to the Lord. And the Lord is going to give it back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Amen. Will will men get back into your bosom? Amen. With your hands lifted, I invoke the spirit of Goshen on you. May the blessings of the Lord be upon you. I bless you. In the name of the Lord. Show
2: me, show me one thing.
1: may be seated as you know there is a great vision that god has given us for the louisville metro area and beyond in the region and perhaps even to the uttermost parts of the earth but the lord has given us a very specific numerical uh vision for the metro area of of louisville and as i've mentioned to you recently um You know, all of these congregations, there will be some that the Lord will connect um, to us and there will be some that will go out of us and there will be campuses and pastors and congregations that will go out of other congregations. They will not all come out of 2814 Mount Tabor Road. And we're very honored tonight to have Pastor Jose... And his, his wife and family, if you just stand real quick, just right where you are, just stand if you would. We're very honored to have them here tonight. Amen. Now we will, Pastor Jose, we'll have you come up in just a moment. In just a moment because we want to pray for you. Uh, but sometime back, the Lord established a God connection between Pastor Jose and Pastor Jackson. And this is part of what the Lord is doing in this metro. And I want Pastor Jackson to come and tell us about it.
3: Amen. Pastor Jose, I know I'm going to mess this up. Zaliandrian. Did I say close? Thank you. Help me out. Amen. That's why I just say Pastor Jose all the time. Amen. Wonderful him and his beautiful wife, wonderful people. You don't know that's sister Melissa's parents, Martell's wife. That's her parents, if you didn't know already. And that's how we met when Martell started dating their daughter, and they had to come check us out, and we had to check them out. Amen. And That was back in wow, a long time ago, 2014, 2015, and we did in-home Bible studies with them, and the Lord blessed. They they were pastoring then, and the Lord blessed and. They were baptized in the name of Jesus, and them and the majority of their church at that time were baptized in the name of Jesus. So we do thank the Lord for that connection. Um, and then from there, we've always remained friends. We've remained close. But several months ago, they got a revelation, and they called, and they said, we need to talk to you. And I said, yes. They said, we need a covering. Every pastor needs a pastor. Y'all better hear what I'm saying in here. And they said, we need a covering. And, and that's, we prayed, and this is God ask you to do that. And I said, are you sure? And they said, yes. And so since then, I have been operating in that capacity in their lives. And so we love them. And because they're part of us, that means they're part of you. Pastor Jose and First Lady, would you come? Come on. Tell her quit being shy. Come on. Same place. Stand right down here. We're going to pray for them. We're not installing them. They've been pastors a long while. We're not installing them, but we're going to pray for them. Why? Because a family that prays together stays together. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Amen. So we're going to ask the ministry to come. In the same capacity we're going to pray amen praise god is it all right first lady to come as well amen she may be doing offering right she's doing offering bishop come on come on that's all right come on amen 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 i'm going to come down i'm going to pray with you but i'm going to let bishop do some praying is that all right right you're part of the family now
1: praise god We want to pray that the Lord knit our spirits together. Amen. The same spiritual DNA. With the same vision. With the same cause of reaching the lost. Amen. Would you stretch your hands up this way. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord. As this man of God lays his hand on their head as he's done before. They've asked him to be their pastor. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray God that you would move upon them with a special anointing let your blessings God that flow through this church and through hope and through Louisville Central and through Jeff campus and through this church body network I pray Lord that it would flow into this church body into this couple into this family Lord let whatever they do prosper yes Lord I feel the anointing in here right now in Jesus name I pray, Lord, that you'd minister. Come on, the Lord's doing something right now. The Lord's doing something right now. Father, I pray that you would seal this in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Yeah. Come on, somebody rejoice with them right now.
3: Driving, Spanish speaking, apostolic church. Y'all better hear me. They're enlarging their building right now. Them, please take time to do that. They're wonderful people. And I will give you a secret. First lady is one of the best cooks you're gonna find. I'm not just saying that. Amen. We're in a a time of God doing great things, yet all around. We're excited about everything that, that we've heard so far and the things that are going on. And we just have a couple of other announcements. They're, again, I'm not going to make them less than. They're not less than. Amen. They're very important, and they're also um, from hope. We have Brother Matthew Wilson. Grab your wife and come on up here, Brother. Quick. you got to move quick. And I, I'm, I'm actually going to do y'all together. And then we have Brother Brian. Jackson and his wife move quick move quick yeah that's not quick y'all moving slow (laughs) y'all moving faster than the Jacksons are though I don't know what they're doing come here come here yeah amen amen those that do not know these are some tireless workers and and um, I have had the pleasure to pastor both of them while they were hiding under the pews pretending like they were praying at least the three of them, amen. And um, and watch them grow. God has blessed, and Brother Matthew was just recently appointed to the CMI training position in the UPCI. Not sectional, not state, but national. And so we're excited about that. My amen. And my baby boy, not my baby, my baby boy. Amen. Who I love so well. He was just recently appointed to the position of hyphen coordinator in Section One in the Kentucky District. They covet your prayers. They need you to pray for them for humility for strength, amen, and that they do a great job, amen, God bless you all, we thank you all so much, brother BK's got something to talk about, pastor BK got something to talk about,
4: praise the Lord, you can be seated just for a minute, young people are in a pivotal stage in their lives and if you've ever been in youth ministry you know that there is a great burden that you have because you have just a short window that you feel like that you can pour into them and so you invest and you sew and you do everything that you can while they're under your care and then as they transition into adulthood you pray that they'll make the right decisions, you pray that the seeds that were planted will bring forth something great, and in youth ministry at times, you are working with students whose parents may not even be in church, and so while it's difficult, even when you have support at home, because in that teenage phase, that's that time where you are deciding who you're going to be. And in this day and age with so much confusion and so much darkness uh, in the school system and uh, in the news and on social media, there is a lot that they face and that you battle against. But when you don't even have support at home, it becomes increasingly more difficult and then there are other times where you're picking them up for youth service because their parents don't care whether they go to youth service or not. And so there is all kind of labor that goes in to youth ministry, not just the pouring into them, but just the untold hours of (laughs) trying to almost be a second parent to them at times when they're, parents uh, that they live with perhaps is not pushing them to be a part of the kingdom of god and there is a very special couple that has been leading lc youth for the past eight and a half years and only god knows the hours that they have put in to the youth that have cycled through louisville central only god knows um The times that they have spent truly being probably the best parent that some of those students had, uh, doing everything in their power to try to get young people to heaven, all the while being a soul winner and a disciple maker of all ages, caring about people uh, in every age bracket. And they have led L.C. Youth without a permanent facility. They've never had a youth room to call their own, but they have never complained. Never had a gymnasium uh, that they could utilize for active nights, but they have never complained. They have just made it happen. They have shown up, and they have done everything that they could to pour into our youth. And here recently, uh, this couple, which is brother and sister Cole, have... Hold on. on. Matter of fact, why don't they just go ahead and come forward. Here recently they have launched into leading a group of LC hyphens. And the wheels are catching. There is a group of hyphens that are emerging for the first time in Louisville Central that are going to marry the right people. They're going to make the right decisions. They're going to build godly families. They're going to help build a godly culture for our community. And in this time, they and I have started feeling a shift. In their ministry and they could probably be successful in youth ministry for a good long while longer, but God always has a perfect timing for everything. And so they are going to be putting their full focus into the hyphen ministry and I believe that there's a great harvest of hyphens that is on the way, but we wanted to take a moment tonight just to honor them for all of their years of leading LC youth for their love, prayer. <laughs> for their love and their prayers and their blood and their sweat and their tears. And they are transitioning and will be passing to the next youth pastor, a great group of young people who whose parents are in the church, most of them, and they are solidified, they're grounded in the church, they have gifts and talents, and they are going to be a big part of the future of Louisville Central. Um, And I believe that many seeds they have sown in young people that are not part of the body today are going to find their way back home at some point. Um, And so... There is no way to repay them. There just is no way. And thank you could never be enough. But we do have a small token of appreciation for you tonight. And we do want to say, though it wouldn't be enough, thank you. And we love you. And Elsie Youth will be forever indebted to you and our church. And we're excited about the future and where God has taken y'all in the ministry of the hyphens let me give them one more loud round of applause
1: praise god isn't that awesome Amen, you may be seated You may be seated, we're just having a good time tonight, aren't we? We are, we are thankful for wonderful, wonderful leadership And we are thankful for up-and-coming leadership And we are not afraid of change And we are not afraid of transition Now having said that, because um, Brother Sister Cole will not be in that role as student pastor of Louisville Central any longer, Um, we are thankful that the Lord knows just when that handoff needs to take place, and through all the praying and seeking the Lord and, and asking Him for direction, we believe that the Lord has given us direction for the student pastor of Louisville Central, and his name is Brother Donnie Bright. Some of y'all looking at him saying, wait, he he's not old enough to be student pastor. Amen. But he's a man of God. He's a man of prayer. And he has a right spirit. He has a right spirit. He has a pure heart. He loves young people. And I believe he is going to do a phenomenal, phenomenal job with the youth at Louisville Central. And we are excited about that. Now, you can be seated. I just, I want to make this statement as well. With this transition with Pastor BK and Sister Emily, uh, we're going to have to call her First Lady now. And um, they already do. But with this transition with them, there's a lot of praying that he and I have been doing. And I felt like the Lord spoke to me. Um, moments like this are bittersweet. Um, he's not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere. And, and we're all in this together and whatever. But there's, there's an order of things. And people that are in ministry have to be under the covering and within the structure and the proper order of the way that things flow and things that are pleasing to the will of God. And so it was on uh, my prompting in a discussion with Pastor BK and I went to the Coles and I said to them, I said, I'm not trying to get rid of you. Um, And this is hard for me to say because it's bittersweet for me. But I feel like that it's time for you to move your main membership to Louisville Central, and your tithes and offering go to Louisville Central, but you have to tell me that Pastor BK and Sister Emily can be your pastor. And they were stunned, not because of BK and Emily, but because of they didn't expect that. And so uh, Janika almost made me cry, and uh, me and Brother Cole were looking at her going, don't do that. Stop all that, stop, and but but we feel that this is right in the Holy Ghost. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't mean they're not part of us, and that doesn't mean they're not coming over here, doesn't mean they can't work over here, serve over here, or whatever, but their main uh, focus of ministry is going to be at Louisville Central, and Pastor BK and Sister Emily Nichols is going to be their pastor, as well as Jerron, where are you at Jerron? All right, right back there, and Anjanique and Eric. Where is Eric at? There he is, right back there. Y'all all sitting back there together. <laughs> anyway, and so uh, we are we are transitioning them. You probably are not going to see any less of them. To you, it won't be any different. Uh, but this is something very important that that needs to take place. Now, with that, we have a quick video that we want to show you. It's a minute and six seconds long, but we, would, we just want to give you a quick glimpse of what the Lord has blessed Louisville Central with. that awesome come on I believe we're going to own that building I believe we're going to own that property amen now with that with that you can be seated several months ago pastor BK and I had a conversation about our main campus youth and he stated in that conversation, he said, "I'll do whatever you feel. I'll do this for the next ten years. I love our young people. I love being student pastor, and we had a great conversation. And um, they they have done a fantastic, above and beyond, amazing job for the last seven and a half years." And normally, normally student pastors are transitioning, you know, as far as the organization is concerned, around 35 years of age. He is not far from that mark. He is within the eyeshot of it. Uh, and that's not why we're doing this, but we like for people to be able to transition on a high and not wait until they're burned out and that it's run its course and it's gotten tired and old and, and all of that kind of stuff. And so... I um he is going to be stepping away from that he and her to focus 100% on Louisville Central and I believe that that is the divine will of God that doesn't it's not because student ministry is less amen student ministry is so vital and so very important and we want the best of the best in there but we just feel like this is a time of transition I cannot say enough about um brother bk and sister emily and and the the heart that they have for our young people our teenagers and all that they pour into them the excitement uh, that they bring to our young people the praying amen they've taught them how to pray they've discipled them they've counseled them they've been their friend and they have been there every step of the way as a matter of fact they were shooting uh, videos and pics back to me about your sons and daughters at our uh, Indiana District HYC this past week and the power of God absolutely moved on our young people and that is a tribute to the great leadership of uh, Brother BK and Sister Emily. Now they're not going to be like tonight's not their last night, okay? So uh, there is going to be a transition here over the next uh, probably 60 to 90 days, and we will make sure it is a seamless transition with leadership. We're going to make sure that the ball is not dropped, that uh, that it doesn't even dip at all, that it just stays right here and then starts to soar. And uh, so they will be working with the youth uh, in the role of student pastor. They will still be the student pastor for the next 60 to 90 days until we make that final and complete handoff But tonight is the night that we wanted to honor them and celebrate them. I'd like for Brother BK and Sister Emily to come. And we want to thank them. This is just a small token of our appreciation. We love them so much. Amen. Do you appreciate them? Amen. Amen. We love y'all. We love you all so very, very much. And we thank them. Thank them for everything that they have poured into our young people. Now, as it was with Louisville Central, we are not going to leave our young people. This has been happening for months. Uh, This has been going on for months. We've been having meetings and conversations for months. We've been praying about this for months. And uh, we wanted to make double and triple and quadruple and whatever's after that sure that we were making the right move not just on their transition but on uh, the next student pastor and so I am very happy to announce that brother Matt Nichols and Kristen will be our new student pastor here at the main campus What's the matter, Pastor Jackson? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I've had a lot of conversations with them and uh, Brother BK about this, making sure that we were doing the right thing. We don't want to just ask somebody to do something. We want to make sure that it's a God thing. And I don't have the time in tonight's service to tell you about all the things that led up to this and how the Lord has confirmed this and verified this. And making sure that we are doing the right thing We have your kids in mind And we want to make sure that we're not just doing something just to be doing it But that the Lord is in it And the Lord has given us clear direction on that Amen And because of that uh, Matt and Kristen have been the, the roaming couple With our small groups They're the ones that's kind of my voice for the main campus They go and they're in these groups And if there's something I need to know they bring that information back to me so that we can troubleshoot it or uh, make suggestions and make sure that all of our small groups are running efficiently and effectively. And thankfully, there's not been uh, maybe just one or two things that they've talked to me about that we've taken care of. They were very, very simple things, but their voice has been important to me, being in your small groups and, and moving around from group to group to make sure that we were staying according. To the to the plan that we had laid out, and so uh, in replacement for that, uh, Josh and Brooklyn um, Sturgeon are going to be taking their place in a supervisory role, and we are thankful for that. Amen. Amen. Of course, of course, these are uh, two people of tremendous integrity they are prayerful people they are godly people they have a heart for this church they would live they would die for this church and they love you and so if you see them coming up in your groups or whatever they're not trying to be nosy Uh, they're there on my behalf and my behest and so um, we thank you for receiving them and I know that they will do a phenomenal phenomenal job Now, are y'all okay? Everybody okay? All right. Nobody having a heart attack yet. Uh, I am looking for someone. Brother Steve, where is she? Oh, I need her to come out of the nursery. I need somebody to fill in for her. I didn't know she was watching the nursery tonight. Give Give me just a minute here. Several months ago, um, Sister Ivana came to me, and she said, basically, I, I know you're not going to want to hear this, but I think, I think I'm just done. I think I'm done. It's not because I don't love it. It's not because I don't love our children. It's not, it's not because I don't enjoy what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing, and she has been doing it. She has been working with children for 30 plus years. That's a long time. And just about five years ago, I went to her in a pinch and Sister Lisa as well. Sister Lisa was gonna be working with the um, Thursday school and I needed somebody to take the Sunday morning Kids Connection and that department and somebody that I had a lot of confidence in that I knew I could trust, that I knew would do uh, a better job than, than anybody that I know. And I went to Sister Yovana and asked her to take uh, that role and that responsibility to, after all of this time, step back into the lead role. And uh, for the last five years, she has done a wonderful, amazing job. Uh, 60 and 80, 85, 90 kids back there on Sundays. Amen. Now, she didn't just she wasn't angry, she didn't say I'm done, you know. She just she just said I just I just feel like it's time for transition. And what she didn't know was in just a couple of months before that, I had had a conversation with my wife and I said, I don't know exactly what's transpiring here, but I don't feel like Sister Yovana is going to be in this role too much longer. And so we began to pray. And it was actually a, a shock when she said that to me. But on the other hand, it, it kind of wasn't because somewhere in the spirit the Lord was already working on this uh, transition taking, uh, taking place. And so uh, she doesn't like a lot of attention. As a matter of fact, I've probably already given her too much. Um, she's probably ready to kill me. Um, but we have, we have done something very special for her that I won't announce publicly or whatever. Uh, but we are very honored to to just do something small to be able to say thank you for all of the years of children's ministry that she has put in. Leading leaders in that department and working with our children. I believe that we have the best children's ministry in town. I believe that. something that she doesn't want me to do but i'd like for her to come real quickly and i won't i won't i'll make it quick and painless but i just want to present her with something Uh, brother steve knows what's going on here and and i couldn't write it all on the card but he can explain it but sister yovana thank you so 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 very much we love you thank you had already been germinating in me before she uh, had that conversation with me and there was, this, there was this person that kept coming into my spirit. It just kept coming to me, and kept coming to me. And At first, I didn't really know what was going on and it got stronger and stronger then, when she had that conversation with me that I understood exactly what had been happening. And so in talking with our staff, and some of our some of our top level level leaders getting some feedback from them, just trying to figure out what in the world we were going to do to fill these shoes right here. And uh, I asked her. Now this has been months ago. This has been way back in uh, late August or early September. And I asked her. I said, "You you can't leave us now. You got to just hold on. We've got to." We've got to make sure that we're doing the will of God. We need time to pray about this. I need time to talk to people. And um, and I need time to, you know, give this person time to pray about this. And so that went on for weeks and weeks, actually months. And in my mind, I was thinking, what is what is the next move with our children's department? They, they tell us um, in church studies that... The single most important department in any church is the children's department. Because if you can't get the children, you have no future. And so I was thinking in my mind, you know, what what does this look like? And the more this person kept coming to me, um, I felt more and more of a peace about it. And when I spoke to them, they really, I think they were just stunned and we prayed about it for, for a couple of months and to make sure that we, we all had peace about this. And, um, and so I was, I was thinking, we need somebody in this role that's young that will have plenty of longevity. We want them to have a long runway to not, not, not just minister to what's back there in that building on Sunday morning, but to combine the Thursday and Sunday and make sure that we are dovetailing all of that together and things that we can, we can spin out to other campuses, uh, someone that's able to train, someone that has a disposition that can deal with the most difficult situations, that knows how to work with people, work with adults, work with leaders, and that can help us bring, um, bring the children's department from where Sister Yovana has taken it uh, to the next level and the next level and the next level. And with that, you have to have fresh ideas and you have to have youthfulness and you have to be able to relate, relate to this current generation. And this person uh, just finished their degree in June in early childhood education. And, um, and we, want, we want our children's department to be more professional than it's ever been. We want, we want our kids to know more of the book than they've ever known. And we want our structure uh, to, to grow. We don't, we don't want you know just 8 or 10 people running the show back there. We want many, many volunteers. And so I, I believe this is absolutely 100% the will of God. And our next children's minister, children's director, will be Sister Dorica Jones. She, uh, I told y'all to be ready but hold on I want to do one thing y'all can stand here y'all can move over there I don't care it won't be too long but she has such a pure disposition and the kids that she ministers to love her to death they get older they don't want to leave her class and and I believe, I believe I told her, I said, you know, we want, we want to run this as far as professionalism on the level of a first-class daycare for a church. It's not. We're not babysitting, but you understand what I'm saying. We want to we wanna make sure that when people come in, they, they see professionalism, and, uh, and we're ready to move forward in the current generation and things. And I believe she's going to work well with our children's team and leaders. And we'll be meeting with you shortly. We've kept this uh, under wraps, you know. Um, it may have trickled out to some, but we did our best to keep it kind of under wraps so that we could uh, um, make that announcement tonight. I'd like for Sister Dorica to come. I want Matt Christian to come, and I'd like for Donnie Bright to come. I know you're playing the keyboard here, whatever, but I want them to come right here. And I want our ministry team to come. These will be the last. This will be the last group that we'll pray for tonight but this is important we, this is not just positions here we want the Lord to place his anointing for these respective ministries upon them for youth for youth and for children these right here are the, they are so important to the future of this church I'd like for you to stand I'd like for my wife, Sister Jackson to come over Sister Jackson's not my wife but I'd like for my wife and Sister Jackson to come over uh, so weird. I'm sorry about that. Uh, and our ministry team. And I'd like for you to stretch your hands up this way if you would. And this is, this is not just a formality. We need God's anointing to come upon them for this hour and this time. In the name of Jesus. Would you pray with me right now? I want you all to just lay hands on them. In the name of Jesus, oh God. I pray that you administer, Lord. I pray, God, that you would minister, Lord, in their lives and their ministries. I pray, Lord, that you would give them a grand vision. I pray that you would place your burden, Lord, upon them in the name of Jesus, Oh God. I pray that you would manifest your power in your anointing. God, I may not get my hands on all of them right here, but I'm asking you, Lord, to stretch forth your hand. And let a mighty anointing come upon them. Let it rest upon them. Let the will of God be done in the name of Jesus, Oh God. I pray that you would minister. Help them, Lord, God, to take our children's ministry, to take our youth ministry, to higher heights and places that it's never gone before. In Jesus' name, mighty God, I pray that a new and fresh anointing, Lord, would rest upon them I pray, God, that you would help them. In Jesus' name, Lord, this is a moment in time that's important for our future. I pray that you would move us into a new place, into a new season, Lord God. We've got a new year and a new mission. And we pray, God, that your will would be done in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. If you're excited, would you clap your hands unto the Lord and give him praise? Come on, if you believe the Lord's going to do some great things, would you give him praise? In the name of Jesus, oh God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. Turn to two or three people. Tell them there's a breakout coming. Tell them there's a breakout coming. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, tell them there's a breakout coming. In Jesus' name. Come on, worship with our team. be seated amen amen we are please understand that the larger we grow the more campuses we have the more ministries that are established there will be change there will be transition the only thing constant about change is that it's always changing and so all we need is people's cooperation and for people to lend their support and have a right spirit and everything, amen. And you may be next. You may be next that the Lord to be the one that the Lord puts in a place of ministry that you've not been in before. We're going to honor some people very quickly here. I'm going to ask uh, Pastor BK to come. He's got some uh, Chick Fil A gift cards that we just. This is just a small token, but because we're pulling back main campus. From Louisville Central and Louisville Central is Louisville Central as far as on Tuesday and sunday um, and there's a lot of people there that are stepping up in the roles of leadership, but there are some people that from the beginning of the last thirteen years now we we could honor everybody here tonight because everybody's had a hand in something to make sure that Louisville Central not only survived but thrived but there's some been some people that have, were in the trenches and they were there um, for years and years and and um, lend a hand in in ways that we couldn't imagine. So when I call your name, you know, don't act shocked or nothing. This is not a beauty pageant. We just want to give you a token. You know, we just want to give you a token of appreciation because we are so grateful for leaders, leaders. These leaders are going to get an opportunity to, to wear one less hat perhaps uh, some of them maybe stepped away a short time ago, but they were there for years and years. And uh, so when I call your name, just come quickly, just come quickly right across the front here. And we would like to show our appreciation. Don't, don't just wait till the end to clap if you would, because there's a number of them, a good number of them. Brother Bright, of course, um, helped with our music from day one. Amen. Just have, hold your applause just a minute. Sister Bright with our kids. She's been a lifer over there for 13 years. And Abby, um, she has been an absolute warrior. Faithful, no, I want you to just stay here and lined up, even though I know you gotta get back up there or whatever. Just stay right here. We wanna look at you. Maybe it is a beauty pageant. We got brother Bright up here, so Amen. Sister Abby, we appreciate her so much. Just years and years faithful as a day as long sister drill fraser with our hospitality sister to hold on sister derica jones with our kids over there uh sister missy taylor i think is sick tonight with our transportation and brother george taylor there's members of louisville central that probably would not be here today without that ministry uh grayson newland with drones for years mark Shield. Uh, setting up and handyman and doing anything that was needed sister amanda shield with hospitality josh sturgeon with kids ministry he was a laborer he was a warrior he was a prayer warrior brooklyn uh, sturgeon uh, with the the media training the the new young ladies that are doing media over there and young men alexis and Shayna de shields and kim caesar um, brother gary jones Uh, And Brother Justin Eckridge with Dismas Ministry, bringing those men every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday. And then Sister Taryn Seymour. Amen. There, winning souls. And she, I think, was our first children's director, I believe, at Louisville Central. Now, we could honor everybody, but these people have been in the trenches. They were in the trenches for years. And I believe there wouldn't be a Louisville Central without these folks right here. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. They're going to get a rest. They're going to get a rest, and some of them will get the opportunity to help in the next congregation. Thank you. You may be seated. Now, I'm going to take a few minutes here, um, just, just so you don't think we're going all night. I'm going, to take, I'm going to take a few minutes here. We've got 15 minutes on the program. I'm actually, I'm actually three minutes ahead of schedule you can believe it and we've got about 15 minutes allotted for this next segment of the events that I'm going to be telling you about that we are doing next year I can't go into detail with all of them but just to let you know that we have a packed schedule next year and that it's very intentional we're not doing this just to be busy we're doing this because we want to reach the lost we want to get new babies in the building we want to get more first-time guests than we've ever had we want the body to be blessed and minister to on different levels and different Sundays and themes and events uh, that we have going on and then so I'm going to take a few minutes with this and then following this I'm going to give you about a three to five minute word that I believe that the Lord has given us for this time this night um, and just something for us to focus our attention on and then we're going to pray uh, and then we're going to take communion and then after that uh, after that move of God and all that kind of stuff, we're going to have a great balloon drop. And three people are going to win $100, a $100 gift card. Three people in here tonight are going to win a $100 gift card. Of course, we're here at New Year's Eve. And um, so this is our first special event of the year. But on January the 23rd, we're having an event called Pack the House. We want to get every campus, every congregation packed. We want to pack as many people as we can and minister to the lost, minister to the backslider, minister to the saint. And then those Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon services are going to be used to catapult us into Sunday night. And we have something very special planned for that Sunday night, January the 23rd. And you won't know till you get here, but some of you will be asked between now and then to be involved in that. February the 13th, I do recommend you uh, write these dates down. Pack the house as January the 23rd. February the 13th will be our Friends Day. You know what that's all about. We've done that before, but it's always effective. And uh, so we want you to start working on people right now for these two events. March the 13th will be, we will have something on that Sunday night that we had. Um, it was the last event we had before the whole earth capitulated into a mess that we've been in for nearly two years now Um, but we're going to bring that back because it was so powerful and so exciting that will be a night of praise and worship March the 13th will be our spring blast and we will have uh, people Rotating in and out of the worship team It'll be a powerful night of praise and worship We're going to have a mass choir Combined with voices from every uh, Campus And uh, that's going to be great And we're praying that our kitchen is back together by then And we will probably have A dinner following that service If you remember last time It was about 45 minutes to an hour of praise and worship But it was absolutely powerful And then we had a great time of fellowship Following that April the 17th is Easter Sunday, April the 17th. Now, that day, uh, we're going to do something that we have not done the last couple of Easters because of the mess that we've been in. Uh, 2021 was still in a lull. 2020 was, uh, we weren't even having church. We weren't gathering at that time. But before that, we used to use every Easter to work to break the 1,000 mark. And we want to have over 1,000 people here with combined total from all of our campuses. How many of you believe the Lord can do that? And on that day, I've already spoken to Brother Mike Fishback. this Brother Fa- uh, Sean Fishback's father. And I've already spoken to him. And we are, we are working on getting a mass, just a massive amount of food that we can bless people with and boxes of frozen food or fresh produce or uh, you know, chicken or whatever else that we can get. He has an inroad there uh, to all of these uh, places like Tyson Foods and, and different places that, that give him. And a lot of times they, they fill an entire 18-wheeler full. And so we want to use that. Uh, it will be in-house, but we want to use that as a blessing of the community event. And um, we believe that's going to be amazing. Then May the 8th, of course, we have Mother's Day. That's going to be a big day. May the 30th is Memorial Day. And we will be having, for the first time in several years, a major Memorial Day outing right out here uh, in front of the church with um, you know food and, and uh, bouncy houses and games and all kind of stuff. It's going to be a blast for the entire church family. June the 19th is Father's Day and then July the 3rd we are preparing or we are planning for a summer jump event and that will be a block party or two block parties in the same weekend that I, i'm believing that we're going to own that elementary school by then and we will have a block party in the park right outside that school that's what i'm believing i'm praying And we will either do that, or or both, um, an event also that same weekend, uh, probably over at Louisville Central, and we might even do a third. Uh, we're we're kicking that around right now for every for every campus, but Louisville Central is in a brand new, untouched area, untapped, and the weather would be breaking. Well, it'd be hot. It'd be July the third. It'd be in the summer, and uh, so we just we just want to bombard that whole community over there. Off of Terry Road in the Dixie Highway area, and just believe that we're gonna we're gonna have a great great time. July the twenty fifth through the thirty first. Now we we may not do all five days, but right now we're blocking off those days just so we we know we have enough days. We may do a do a two day event. We may do a three or four day event, but this will be our vacation Bible school. This will be Sister Doreeka Jones. Uh, under her leadership and our children's team and the whole church will be working with them. And I believe this can be the biggest vacation Bible school we've ever had. Do you believe that? August the 28th, I want to make sure you write this down. I am so excited about August the 28th. I wish it was August the 28th tomorrow, except we don't have enough time to prepare for it. But uh, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, two or three weeks ago, we had an amazing, amazing faith promise service in here that was all about sending money to missionaries and uh, building churches and helping uh, finish buildings and things all around the world and going to the uttermost parts of the earth. And so we will bring that theme back into it. Now, we're not waiting till then to, to start our faith promise. We're doing that right now. Um, but August the 28th will be our all nations Sunday. That will be, this is the first one we've ever had. And we will be working on every culture that we know, your friends, your relatives, people in your community, people that you work with, strangers that you meet on the street, every skin color, every culture, every just what from every nation that we can get represented in this building. There's no telling how many nations that we're going to have represented in this building. Amen. And I believe it's going to break something in the spirit world. Amen. So that's August the 28th. It's going to be awesome. September the 23rd, we already planned. We already have this planned. And this, uh, I believe that uh, Brother Matt, Sister Kristen will have transitioned already uh, into the role of full-time student pastor and that will be greater uh greater the event september the 23rd they already have their speaker uh picked out and uh locked in on the calendar we'll be telling you more about that in the future so greater 2022 will be on september the 23rd november the 20th is the sunday before uh thanksgiving and this year working with brother mike fishback um We want to have a massive turkey giveaway on every campus. Now, we've we've done this where we did handfuls of them and stuff like that, but it was kind of last minute, and it was about 15 or 20 turkeys or whatever. But we want to give away hundreds of turkeys and Thanksgiving meals to bless families with, and I believe that's going to be an awesome event. And then on December the 4th or December the 11th, we don't know which yet, but we are working on either a Christmas drama or a Christmas concert that we have not done in a good, good number of years. But we have plenty of time to plan for that and work on that. And then this year, we are determined we will have a Christmas banquet this coming year. We are going to have it. Amen. The last couple of years, last two or three years, it has been one thing. Right after another, there's been all kind of... Uh, things in the way, and um, so we are planning on that this, this year. All right, it is 9.07. If you will give me just a few moments of your undivided attention, I want the Lord to help us to prepare to take communion. This is a, a very serious thing that we do. It is, there are religions and denominations out there that do it every Sunday. There's some that do it multiple times a year. I'm not here to critique them, but we do it once a year because the Passover was celebrated once a year, and the Last Supper or the Lord's Supper was in remembrance. We do it in remembrance of him, but he was doing it to keep the Passover of the Old Testament. And so I want to talk to you for a few minutes tonight about motive. What is your motive? What is your motive? I want you to be asking yourself this question. If you just stay with me, Nigel, if you don't mind, I'm, I won't be long. I want to read these definitions of the word motive. And I want you to to think about the descriptions that it gives here. Motive is something that causes a person to act in a certain way or to do a certain thing or incentive. What causes you to act the way that you act? Now, that's in the kingdom, that's carnal, that's fleshly, that's spiritual. The way that you're acting, the things that you're doing, what is incentivizing you to act in that way? If you've got sin in your life, what's the incentive? Better yet, what is the end game? What's the motive? Why are you acting that way? If you're living for God, what is the incentive? Is God your Santa Claus you just... Doing this to just see how much you can get from God? Are you doing this because you genuinely love Him with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength? This is not a game. So what is your motive? Number two, motive is the goal or object of a person's actions those actions that you're carrying out in your life, what is the goal? What's the object? Why are you acting that way? And if that's kingdom behavior, what is the goal? I can tell you what my goal is. My goal is to please God. And my goal is to make it to the other side of Jordan. I want to spend eternity with Him. In literature and art and music, the word motive is replaced with the word motif. Your life is the art that God paints on the blank canvas of heavenly destiny. It's your motif. Your life is your motif. Literature, the story that you're writing, the song that you're singing. What is your Motif in life. If people were to hang your life on a wall. Like they do a masterpiece in a museum. What would be your motif? What would you want people to see about your life? If people were reading the book of your life. As they read Shakespeare and Longfellow. What would be the story that your life. Is telling in the past, the here and now, and in the future. And if your life was a song, what would it sound like? What kind of lyrics would your life have if it was written to the rhythm of music? What is your motif? Motive can also be used as an adjective. And it means causing or tending to cause motion. What is it that sets you in motion? Motive is pertaining to motion. It's prompting to action. It's constituting a motive or motives. What is it that puts you in motion? What would the Lord have to do for you, with you, or to you this year to get you to get up and get in action? To start moving To do something in the kingdom of God. What is your motive? And motive is a verb. Also can be used as a verb and it means to motivate. The Bible says to provoke one another to good works. I want to motivate you tonight. Not to make a New Year's resolution that doesn't make it 48 hours. But to position yourself and to understand, I do this for the right reasons. I'm not giving up because I have the right motive. I have the right motif. My life is literature. It's art. It's music. People are reading my life. They are watching my life, and they are listening to the music of my life. And I've got to make sure that I have the right motive in john chapter 11 verses 14 and 15 the scripture said then said jesus unto them plainly lazarus is dead and i am glad for your sakes that i was not there to the intent everybody say intent to the intent jesus said the reason that i let lazarus die is because i had an intention to make you believe My intent, the Lord's intent, is to make us believe. He said, I didn't go earlier because I wanted them to believe. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, Paul said, But with many of them God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples. To the intent, all of this stuff that we read about with Israel in the wilderness Those were given to our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. In other words, my intention is for you to learn from the mistakes of people that I have put in my word. It's God's motive. He's trying to motivate us to good works and to refrain from lust. In Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, the word of God is quick and powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and is and of the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart it is a discerner of the thoughts and the motives of the heart the reason that we come in here for the preaching of the word the reason that I'm doing what I do the reason these men of God on this platform do what we do is because we're trying to motivate you to live righteous, to love God, to serve people, to reach the lost. So what is your motive? Why do you pray? Why do you worship? What is the reason you serve him? Because if you have the wrong motive, you won't last, you'll backslide, you'll give up, you'll throw in the towel. But if you have the right motive and the right motive is to please Him and to spend eternity with Him, it doesn't matter what storm comes. It doesn't matter what disappointing news comes. It doesn't matter how much the enemy attacks. You're not going to be shaken from the body of Christ because your motive is intact. My motive is to please Him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 16 and 17, the Bible said, The cup of blessing, which we bless, is it not the communion? That word is and Koinonia. That's the word we use for fellowship. Is it not the communion? Is it not the fellowship of the blood of Christ and the bread which we break? Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? When we take this communion tonight, it is not just supposed to make us one with Christ. It's supposed to make us one with one another. Koanania, fellowship. Fellowship is not, hi, how are you? My name is. That's not fellowship. Fellowship is when our spirits are knit together like we talked about with Pastor Jose and his, and his wife tonight. There's a knitting together. There's no magic in the juice. There's no magic in these unleavened wafers. But we are participating in an act that Christ ordained to bring fellowship in the body of Christ with one another and with him. The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body. Everybody say, one bread and one body. For we are all partakers of that one bread. That's why there can't be competition among us. Are you listening to me tonight? I'm almost done. That's why there can't be jealousy among us. That's why there cannot be gossip among us. And guess what? If we all decide to have the right motive, I'm going to motivate somebody to good works. I can't do that by tearing them down. I want to motivate somebody out there to live for God. I can't do that by not being the walking epistle known and read of all men, as Paul said, that I am. For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of the one bread. We can never be one with him and one with one another, if we have the wrong motive. In Second Corinthians chapter six, be ye not unequally yoked. Everybody say yoked, communion. Be ye not unequally yoked. Do not be in communion together with unbelievers. For what fellowship koinonia hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness. yoked, fellowship, and communion. It all comes down to motive. Why do some people attend church, but they embrace darkness? Why do some people attend church, but they embrace darkness? Because their motives are evil, their motives are self-serving, their motives are carnal, and their motives are dishonest, 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread, the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Sincerity and truth. That's motive. That's motif. Sincerity and truth. Ask yourself this question tonight as I close. Am I sincerely... Serving God, or am I doing this for another reason? Sincerity and truth. And do I want to know the truth, or do I get offended by the truth? Paul said, Many are sick, and many sleep because they do not discern the Lord's body. The Lord's body. The Lord's body. Why do we have so much sickness? Because we're not discerning the Lord's body. If we will discern the Lord's body, the body will heal itself and the Lord will take care of his people. The Bible said that in God, there's no darkness at all, neither shadow of turning. Amen. There is no darkness in him at all. And that brother and that sister on the road with you across the church, wherever they may sit in this building tonight. Their personality may rub you the wrong way, but they're part of the body. You may not like the way they talk. You might not like some of their behavior. But they're partakers of the same bread that you are, and they are part of the fellowship. And as you stand, if we could bring the lights down, uh, the, the house lights, not the stage lights or platform lights. We're going, to, we're going to pray, and we are going to sincerely ask the Lord to put our motives in check. Are you here tonight? Are you here? We're going to call out to him. Tonight, tonight wasn't about, a, about having a, just a big old service. Tonight was about letting this church know change is taking place. Transitions are taking place. Plans are being made. Things are being mapped out. We have, we've had two years of confusion. It's time for the church to get its focus back. And the focus belongs on the lost of our communities and our city. So I want you to pray with me right now out loud, would you? Father. I pray that you would minister right now oh god in our spirit i pray that you would you would cleanse us of all iniquity i pray that you would purge us and purify us and pull things out of us lord that doesn't belong i pray lord god that you would turn us over let the heart of every man and woman every young person every child let us be turned over let us be feel the conviction of the Holy Ghost. Pray with me. Come on, pray with me. Sincerely, the Lord is watching even this prayer right now to gauge your motive and to decide to, to decide what it is he's about to do next in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh Lord, whatever has happened in 2021, That was against the will of God. That was not part of the plan of God. Any hiccups in our life. Any time that our feet slipped. We're not going to take it into 2022. We have two hours, Lord, and 36 minutes before we go into a new year. And we're not going to be here when that new year ticks over. But tonight, right now, God, we're going to make up in our minds to do the will of God. We are going to do the will of God. This year, we're going to be more focused than we've ever been. We are going to exalt you, Lord, like we never have before. We are going to glorify you like we never have before. We believe, God, that your will is going to be done in every person's life. In the name of Jesus, would you place your hand on somebody nearby you there and say, Lord, I pray that you'd make us one body. We're partakers of one bread. We are part of the same body. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth right now, we pray for a holy anointing, Lord, to rest upon your people. Purge us, Lord, with hyssop. Make us white as snow. As we repent to you, Lord, we ask you to forgive us of every sin. Forgive us, O Lord, of our iniquity. In the name of Jesus, help us to do what pleases you. Help us, Lord, God, to know what the will of God is and then to do the will of God. In Jesus' name, Lord, you are worthy of praise. You are worthy of praise. Would you lift your hands right now? Lift your hands. And I want you just in total surrender. It's God, I praise you with everything in, in me, with the right motive, with a right spirit, with a pure heart, with a heart undying, God. Lord, I pray that you'd help me, Lord, as the set man of this house, to motivate every child of God to good works. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. name. Now let me say this. The Scripture says you must be born again of the water and the Spirit or you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. John 3 and 5. Now, I do not necessarily believe that you must be born again of the water and the Spirit in order to take communion. I do believe that you must do that to be saved. But I would not take communion if I was rejecting rejecting such a command to be born again of the water and the Spirit. Because that is not discerning the Lord's body. The Lord's body does not exist without the infilling of His Spirit and the covering of His name, baptized in Jesus' name. And so other than that, I'm going to leave it up to your own discretion. Parents, I would say, probably, if your child does not understand the full measure of what communion is, uh, if, if they have not been filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name, and they don't really understand what it is they're doing I would recommend just having them wait there will be a time for them to take communion this is not something that uh, children should participate in that don't understand it's it's not fun and games it is very very serious and I'm gonna leave that to your discretion as a parent this doesn't have to take very long You, you don't have to walk at a slow pace you can you can move along quickly but what we're gonna ask you to do is every section we will we will just start at the front I believe should be okay we will start at the front uh, tell you what, let's start at the back we will start at the back and every section will go out to your right to the aisle of your right you'll come down this section will be here this section will be here that section will be there and that section will be over there go out to your right come down uh, get the cup the bread is on top of the cup inside the little wrapper you will get the cup and the bread in the same container and then you'll open that pull the bread out do not take the bread and do not take the cup until everybody has uh their vessel and we will take it together so if you'll do that if you'll come from the back of every section move out to the right the aisle of your right come on down and then go right back up the next aisle come quickly come quickly um, quickly There's two different cellophane, cellophane covers. The top cover releases the bread, and then the next one will open the cup. I recommend that you just release the bread and hold on with the cup. We will take them Separately. like for our singers to go ahead and come on the platform does anybody does not have one that needs one do we have them back in the media booth okay our camera people right all of our platform I like to refer to and I'm not the first and only to ever refer to this but communion is like baptism for a born again saint. This is going to take you back to a place of covenant with God like it was the first time that you received the Holy Ghost and was baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. It is it is that serious and so Paul said for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this do In remembrance of me, you may take the bread. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped saying this cup is the new testament in my blood this do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you do show the Lord's death until he come you may take the cup If you would just set that gently on the seat behind you and then I want you to lift your hands. Our worship team's coming right now. I want you to lift your hands and we're going to have just a season of worship right here. And I want you to think about how good that the Lord has been. Would you do that right now? Would you lift your voices?
0: For oh, a brand new demonstration of your time, we you want more than stories. We're declaring and believing for it now. Oh, the atmosphere.
1: You clap your hands unto the Lord and give him a shout of praise. Come on, think about where you could be tonight. Think about where you could be tonight but the Lord brought you here. In his presence. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Just for about 15 seconds. I want to remind you because we're going into this year. Everybody say new year, new mission. On every campus, new year, new mission. Amen. And we are so thankful that Pastor Jose and his wife were able to join us for this moment. They are part of the new mission. Amen. But I want—I want to remind you of this right here. This is what the Holy Ghost is going to do in a few moments. Amen. There is a record commitment about to be made. I believe in the name of Jesus. Amen. Then this is going to be different. Amen. It starts with a three, but it's not—it's not thirty thousand. And it's not three hundred thousand. Three million. Two hundred and sixty-four thousand. One hundred and thirty-four dollars. I want you to praise him if you believe that God's gonna do it. Come on, praise him if you believe God's gonna do it feel that
2: same faith in this building somebody ought to shout somebody ought to rejoice hallelujah
0: hallelujah
2: hallelujah
1: come on praise him one more time praise him one more time hallelujah